1: This is Stacy Dunn. I'm a big-ass runner from the high, white, and handsome state of Montana, where the Grizzly Bears roam and the Mountain Goats play. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here's your host, the OG Clydesdale, Jeff Harrell.
0: Well, Stacy, thank you so much for that excellent introduction all the way from the great state of Montana, which we will be visiting next year for the Whitefish Legacy trail race the 50k i heard from and i'm gonna go hear from someone later in the show sort of indirectly that's actually going to be running that race this year i would definitely encourage if you're interested in doing an awesome epic 50k that you look into the whitefish legacy trail race it's in october actually it is in october first weekend of october i believe this year well, my name is Jeff Harrell. As Stacy said, I am the OG Clydesdale. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner episode number 104. Apologies to those listening. I am fighting off a cold of some kind. It's been hanging on for a few days. It uh, it doesn't want to let go. I'm trying my hardest. It's definitely dampened my running, as has some injuries and other things, lots of things going on this summer, the heat, lots of excuses, but we decided on this episode we're going to forget about all those excuses because we're going to talk about big goals. We're talking about big goals that you have set for yourself this year, next year, so that's the theme of the show, and in segment number one, you're going to be blown away by our guest guest. Thomas Tribola. He has some majorly big, big goals, big, hairy, audacious goals. And we'll talk about those, but we'll also talk about whether it's the goals that Tom has set for himself or your goals, whatever those might be, the same kind of mentality and strategy and process and thinking through them and attacking them. So I think you'll really enjoy this conversation that we have in segment one. And then segment number two, I asked the Big S Runner Herd, what are your goals for the remainder of 2022? And as always, the Big S Runner did not disappoint. We have a ton of great big goals to share for the rest of 2022 and want to see if these goals match up with any of the goals that you might be having for the rest of this year and on into 2023. Don't get ahead of ourselves though. Lots of of year left. We got, gosh, we're heading into August, but we've got the full second half of the year to accomplish some big things. So super excited about that. But first, now joining us in the Big Ass Runner studio, live and in person, it's the great Hayden Harrell, my son. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Glad to be back. Well, this is an episode talking about big goals, and I know you've got your first big trail running related goal. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so I officially, as of a couple weeks ago, signed up for the Lake Murray 25K. Yes. So training's been underway for that. Um, Yes. I'm getting pretty excited.
0: This is a Blaze Trail race. Thanks to Chris Barnwell for helping us with this. Big and time. Yeah, Hato, you're 25K. Now tell us your longest race to date.
2: Haven't done a race yet, <laughs> um, but my longest run, I did a half marathon a couple weeks ago, did it at the Green Belt down in Austin. And it kicked my butt. I'll be honest, I did not plan water very well, didn't know the the trail very well. So if you check my Strava and kind of look at my route, you can see how confused I was. but it went pretty well It, it,
0: it was tough, but it's going well so you, and i've been I've been observing because you live in Austin. he's here in the Dallas area because we're about to go on a little mini vacation, which is exciting up to Oklahoma not for the race that's that's no. coming up in October but for a little little trek up to broken bow but you've been putting in the mileage you've been putting in the work and it's hot outside so how have you navigated the heat your work you have a new wife mm-hmm. how have you how have you handled all that how have you balanced all that let's see i mean it's been tough
2: i would say that running Early in the morning has been pretty key. If I'm going to run, I need to do it, you know, get out to the trail by 7 a.m. when it's, you know, not over 100 degrees. But I've done a couple runs after work and just make sure that I'm really conservative. I've done no more than I think four miles if it's after work just because I don't typically carry water with me on this specific route. So keep it shorter, keep it a little bit slower. But also going in and doing a a treadmill run every now and then just to stay out of the heat. Definitely not my preferred way to run. It's a little boring for me, a little harder to get the miles in, but it is helpful to have that. And I did learn a couple things from a couple weeks ago's episode of Running in the Heat. Um, Yeah, Coach Greg. You and Coach Greg provided plenty of nuggets of wisdom and so I'll I'll definitely be using that. Those hydration tips, those uh, running tips were very helpful for me.
0: Yes, and if you missed Hato's original episode, go back and listen to episode number 97. Hayden is a new trail runner. He's athletic. You've done BMX. You've done some other unicycle yo-yo big time but a first time trail runner so we were interested to know how your how your training was going so early morning yes and if you can't do that maybe a lighter run after work it is super hot yeah leveraging the treadmill when possible but just getting out and doing it just getting out and
2: doing it putting the miles in i think consistency over the most intense workouts I've found will probably long-term help me out. So it's hard to compare the miles that I was putting in you know, a month ago where my morning run typically looked like anywhere from six to eight miles. Now it's typically four to five just because of the heat, because of the time constraints. So it's, it's hard to, to feel like I'm not progressing, but I think I am. And, and the consistency really long-term is what I'm going for.
0: And what have you found that you're a newer trail runner, you're you've got this goal in October, you want to hit twenty five K. That's a sixteen miles, that's that's yeah. a good amount of you know, of mileage. As a new trail runner, what are some of the things that you've gone you can know, maybe learned or were different than you thought, or has it just been, man, it's been so hot, I don't even know. Like what are some things you've learned? I
2: think one big thing I've learned is it's okay to walk. I feel like stepping into this i figured okay figure out what pace is good for me and then just go i should be able to do that and i feel like that is not the case and it was a little discouraging when i did my half a couple weeks ago i was five six miles in i was like man i've never felt like this this mileage and i think the trail was tough and and it was a little hotter than i'd expected it to be and so I walked for a good portion of that and I think that's okay and and I needed that and it, it helped me in those later miles be able to push it a little more and and still have some of the tank so I think not being discouraged when you know my best mile I'm not able to do for all 13 and so that that'll kind of carry over to the 25k where there are some miles where I'm not quite as fast I think that's that's okay
0: it's a lot of wisdom there heyda
2: you know man learned a thing
0: or two man. I was going to say something about the, what's the saying? The doesn't fall far from the tree. The nut. What is the saying? The (laughs) the (laughs) nut. I was going to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but it sounds like it has in this case because you're much wiser than I am. I don't know about all that. Much wiser. So now you've got right in the middle of the heat, honestly. We've got a few, probably a month and a half of really hot temperatures, but then we'll get, it'll cool down. You'll still have time to train. Yep. So as you think about these next two and a half to three months before the race, what are some of the milestones that you want to hit?
2: I think planning for this, and, and I haven't really dove into a plan, to be honest. I'm, I'm just trying to get out there. Uh, I think those shorter runs before work throughout the week, I'm going to try and keep up three times a week during the work week has kind of been my goal. And then kind of an unofficial goal I've set for myself is a half marathon once a month. So Strava has the little, you know, July half marathon badge goal that you can set for yourself. And I did that in June. I did it in July. And so I think that's kind of a good consistent thing to do for the next couple months because it's not that shorter. than than the 25k so I think that's good prep and it keeps me you know in that mindset of it kind of sucks at times and if I can do that I think in the race environment um, when it's kind of the big event that I've been preparing for I think that that will translate a lot so those are kind of the goals that I've I've been having um, throughout the week and then those once a month bigger runs
0: that's good stuff. You'll hear more about breaking your big goals into smaller bite-sized goals yeah. throughout the rest of this episode. That's wise, Haydo. Thank you. Great. Yeah. G- getting that badge, you know, getting a little little something back for well, your yeah. effort. It feels good. It does good. feel good. Motivating. And by the way, please reach out and, and follow Hayden on Strava and he'll follow you back.
2: I follow back. I give kudos. Yeah. because I'm all about it.
0: The community is such a big part of it, especially for new trail runners, is getting that that encouragement, getting that, you know, someone will just make a comment. Just those little things. So definitely follow Hayden Harrell on Strava. Well, this has been great, Hayden. Any anything you're trying to figure out nutrition wise? Because you've you've never done a trail race. You're going to need to be taking in calories. Have you tried some things? Have you tried some different foods? I know you have got you've got a Garmin now, so you're official. Do you have a that, Garmin? That's exciting. So yeah. what what about the nutrition side? Have you have you thought about that?
2: Good question. Maybe how much? Because I've I've gotten some goos, and so for the the longer runs, maybe every forty five minutes or so, I'll, I'll pop a goo. And I love caffeine, and I've noticed a lot of them have caffeine versus some don't. Is there an amount of caffeine that I should steer clear of, kind of having too much? And having too much caffeine while running is that could that step into some dangerous territory or? What have you
0: found? I've found that it just depends on your caffeine tolerance. If you, if you take in a lot of caffeine, then the caffeine goos are great. If you're a little more sensitive, uh, sometimes people like to wait on the caffeine until they feel like they need, you know, need a little boost. Mm-hmm. So just try it. As, as you're training, you know, pretend like it's your race yeah. and use that same nutrition that you think you'll use during the race and just see how it goes.
2: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And also, electrolytes. I feel like I have a hard time knowing just how hydrated I am because I'll sweat and I need to get some of those electrolyte scoops that you have. I think you mentioned with uh, Coach Greg those BPN electrolytes. I do take the G1M before my run, so that does have a good amount of electrolytes. But how do I know if I'm just flushing out electrolytes? Is there a way to know, or will I just feel less hydrated than I should?
0: Good question. And honestly, don't don't have a great, probably, you know, Eve would, Pearson would probably be the best person to answer that from a scientific uh, and health standpoint. I would just say include electrolytes as often as you can. I don't think you can over, well, I guess you probably technically could <laughs> overdo it. But I, I think I add, I usually add a scoop of electrolytes with my water pretty much every time. And I think, and eating, you know, eating a good diet, adding a little bit of salt to your diet. I think those are the things. I think just stay away from drinking large amounts of water without electrolytes. I think I think you'll be good. Gotcha. Well, hey, you know, this has been awesome, man. I think you know, there's listeners out there who are new at this, like you, and it's good to hear from someone who's kind of going through the process, got big goals, trying to figure some stuff out. So thanks so much for sharing.
2: Absolutely. It's been a pleasure.
0: Well, with that, let's get going on episode number 104 with a Big Ass Runner. I can hear the voices
2: say, carry on my wayward song. There'll be peace when you are done, lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more, no.
0: Well, now joining us on the Big Ass Runner Hotline is Thomas Dribola. Thomas, welcome to
1: the show. Thank you very much for having me.
0: I would love to. I'm, I'm very excited. First of all, to have you on the show, we're going to talk about a lot of things, but I'd love for you to start with where you are in the world and a little bit about you know where you grew up, a little bit about your background.
1: Sure. So at current time, I'm actually in Poland, but um, you know, I'm I'm originally Polish, but uh, for the past 21 years, I live in London and um, I, in March this year, uh, by the end of March this year, I started actually running uh, my third challenge to run two and a half thousand kilometers through the United Kingdom and then through Poland. But initially, it was actually the plan to run through the only through the United Kingdom. But in June... I came to Poland to visit my family because I haven't been here for since 2016. Wow. And, you know, the family didn't let me come back, <laughs> <laughs> arguing that, uh, you know, that Poland is also a great place to train for my next challenge because actually what I run now is the preparation for my biggest challenge to run the Circumference of the Earth, which I'm starting a bit later this year. So, uh, you know, I, I didn't have argument that... Uh, and I did have to stay in Poland. Uh, wow. So, and it's even, gr- it, it's actually great because, you know, when I'm running my challenges, I'm running with a backpack from the hotel to the hotel. And now I don't have to do it because now I'm just coming back every day to my family home. I uh, you know mom is cooking for me, <laughs> all that's the great. food, everything is ready. So at current time, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in Poland.
0: Nothing quite like mom's home cooking. That's for sure.
1: That That's for sure, but you know, I, I keep saying on the podcast that I did have already a conversation with my mama about this, because it's slightly not going the way how I want it to go. You know, nice. The plague is always full, and the mama, mom is not taking uh, you know any excuses that you will not finish that plate because you cannot eat. <laughs> <So> you have,
0: <laughs> you have to monitor your calorie intake with mom's home cooking—that's awesome. <laughs> yes, well, this, that's good. this episode of of the Big S Runner, we're talking about big goals, and clearly you've you've got some really really big goals, and we're we're going to talk about that for a second. But I'm curious: growing up in Poland, were were you an athlete? Were you a runner? Tell us a little bit about your athletic background.
1: No, I wasn't actually. And was, I wasn't actually much interested in a sport. For the past 18, 20 years, I was running just a bit, um, half an hour a day, twice a week. Um, and my journey with a sport and with running, actually, March 2016, I started after some, you know, having quite difficult time in my life and I wanted to improve my mental health. And then I started running quite more. Five, six times times per week, more than an hour a day, and I started feeling really good. Uh, I was always, uh, you know, interested in a mental health, um, how I can use running to improve my mental health. Wasn't really interested so much about, you know, racing and competing with people and the physical aspect of uh, running. But um, everything that was connected with mental health, I got really curious about this. And when I started seeing the first results, I started increasing my running in March 2018. So two years later, I decided that I will be training for some big challenges. At that time, I didn't know yet what it will be. But I said, I will start preparing myself for something. I increased my uh, trainings to even three hours a day. I was running, like making 25, 30,000 steps a day. And then in, uh, by the end of that 2018, there was a guy who was swimming around the great Britain and he spent like 158 days in a sea. And when he completed his challenge, I said, okay, if that guy can do such a crazy things that spend in the water nearly 200 days. I can actually do some crazy things with running, and then I increased my trainings even more. And in April 2019, I started my first big challenge. The first big challenge was to make 5 million steps in 101 days. Well, initially it's supposed to be 100 days, but I was late by one day. It added a day. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that you know I'm criticizing myself for this. It's only one day, but I was a bit late. Then I did have a three weeks break and I moved to another country and I started running 11,000 kilometers through Asia just with a backpack on my own. I completed this challenge with lots of uh, issues along the way, but I completed this challenge eventually and COVID catch me halfway when I was in Sumatra in a small village next to the jungle, but eventually I managed to complete the entire challenge. And then the next one was to make this two and a half thousand step, um, sorry, run two and a half thousand kilometers, which I'm doing at current time. And, uh, yeah, now we, I'm preparing for, for the biggest one for 40,000 kilometers,
0: we're going to talk about that too, but I want to go back a little bit. You said you, you started running, you weren't necessarily an athlete, you started running because mental health made you, you felt, you felt better. You started to increase your mileage. But then you started jumping into these and you heard about the swimmer. But I'm, I'm just curious in your background, were you the kind of person that just had these big audacious goals? And if if not or if so, you know why did you decide that, oh, I, I want to do those big
1: audacious goals as well? I, I did. I mean, I always did, but it never was connected with running, with sport. It was connected always with the business. And the trouble was that, and that is the reason why I got so much interested and curious about the mental health and how I can use running to improve my mental health, that the, the trouble with my goals was that you know, I always started something and I always, um, at the beginning, was doing really, really well with whatever um, I started in my life. I did run a few companies and some of them did very well, some of them uh, didn't. And the trouble was that at some point I realized that I'm repeating some kind of the pattern in my life. That uh, I'm starting strong, I'm going up really, really fast up and then something is holding back, something is happening to me, something is not allowing me to move forward, something is... uh, I literally, I, I describe this sometimes to people, that I was literally feeling like I have some fist which is um, uh, crunched inside my stomach, and I feel that at some point that fist is you know, like really squeezing me inside and it's not allowing me to move forward um, to achieve my goals and to achieve what I want to do in life. And then I was either giving up on my goals, and starting doing something new, something else, starting again from the beginning. And again, I was getting to the same point in life and exactly the same situation was happening. Or if I didn't give up on my goals, if I was keep pushing, there was something strange happening that, for example, for a few years I was building the company and then between the next half a year or so, between the next few months, I was rapidly going down. I was kind of losing everything. And then I was, uh, you know, it was always very dramatic and I just decided that I have to find the reason what is happening to me, what kind of the pattern I'm repeating in life and why, you know, I plan something, I start strong and then something is happening and I can move, not move forward. And this is why I get so much curious about the mental health and about, you know, the, the way how I can use running to resolve this.
0: I, that really resonates with me tom because i'm very similar i have big ideas and big dreams and start a lot of things and realize you know throughout my life that i, I didn't finish them strong you know in a strong way or at all and i yeah. think that's one thing i really enjoy about trail running is you know, the the race is kind of the end point of all the things leading up to it, all the training runs and running with friends and the hydration and the nutrition and, you know, eating mom's food and, you know, all the things that, you know, go into training plan, all, all the things. The race is actually the culmination of all that. And, and, you know, when you cross that finish line, it's not just that you've completed that race, but you've completed that entire process to get to that point. And I'm curious what what got you over the hump, because this is really resonating with me.
1: Um, I mean, you know, when I was running through through Asia, um, through my both uh, challenges, and uh, what actually happened to me at that time is that I discovered the state of flow. And when I started learning about the state of flow, when I started learning what is actually taking me to the state of flow and what... Houses to be in a state of flow and how all the processes are happening. I actually discovered uh, something. What you was just saying now, I discovered that actually, to get to the state of flow, we need to properly set our goals. We have to, um, you know, create the concrete goals uh, which we follow later. The, you know, the, the, the structure, the formula, and we need also the feedback from these goals and we have to keep improving. So, um, you know, I started running five kilometers at the beginning, uh, five kilometers um, daily, and this was quite hard at the beginning to, to get to the five kilometers, but as soon as I achieved this, I started setting the bigger goal and I started running 10 kilometers. It was painful, it was difficult, but I knew that I already passed the 5 kilometers and I started from zero, so then I can actually train for 10 kilometers and so on and so on and uh, you know at current time I'm running 50 kilometers uh, per day, 200 kilometers per week. I'm actually at current time I, I slow down because I started feeling some Injury pain, so I have some rehabilitation to prevent the uh, injury. But before I before that happened, I, I was running 200 kilometers per week. I know is is a big goal which I'm achieving now, and I'm lifting up to 300 kilometers per week to run four times per week, 75 kilometers uh, per day. But at the very beginning, a few years ago, I started from pushing to to five kilometers, and actually the understanding. How um, I was getting into the state of flow, the old processes and uh, the conditions, how I need to get uh, to the state of flow and practicing active meditation and mindful running. It was the, the um, uh, game breaker for me that signs I realized all of this and signs I started understanding what was actually holding me, what was that, you know, crunched fist inside my stomach. Since I resolved those issues, I know for the past few years, nothing happened in my life which was holding me back, and I keep growing and keep building um, a huge international challenge now.
0: I love that, and I think, you know, our listeners are the everyday runners out there showing up. You know, a lot of them are you know, work full-time jobs, have families, have kids, you know, they're they're navigating life, they're balancing all these things. And sometimes I think we can, we can look at these goals we've set for ourselves. And a big goal for you is running around the world, but a big goal for a lot of us could be a 5K, a 10K. It could be you know, just, just getting up and running every day. So I'd love for you to talk about, you talked about you know, flow and getting into that mindset. But last week we heard from, from Courtney Boyle, who just finished the Cocodona 250. And one of the things that she said that I loved was, just keep going. There's just one foot in front of the other, you know, the way that you feel now, and if you feel feeling poorly, you know, just keep going and eventually you'll start to feel better. Things will change. And so I'd love for you to talk about, you know, talk to the people that have these goals and go, like I said, a big goal for me is different than a big goal for you. But how do you, how do you look at that goal and how do you focus more on maybe the process than the actual big goal itself?
1: Sure, so you know if you actually think so, let's have a look on my big goal. Uh, maybe not many people can resonate with this one, but i was, I would try to uh, structure this and divide on a small goals because that that's the whole uh, thing, and then people can resonate to this. So my big goal at current time and for the actually past few years is to run the circumference of earth to run forty thousand um kilometers forty thousand seventy five kilometers and nearly twenty five thousand miles. And, you know, when you think about the goal such like this, if you wake up in the morning and you think that, oh, for the next three and a half years, 40 months, I will actually run four times per week, 75 kilometers four times per week, you don't really want to get out of the bed. And you yeah, don't like, want no, thank, to... no,
0: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And, you know, and I, I was feeling exactly the same way, even when I was running that small challenge just before, five million steps and 11,000 kilometers uh, through Asia. I felt actually the same way when I wake up in the morning and, you know, I did have a previous really heavy day and I didn't want to go to run another 50 or 70 kilometers. So I started um, searching for the solutions and how I can actually split those goals, those big goals on small goals, which will not hold me back, which will not block me from from achieving so what I actually do, I don't think about 40,000 kilometers. I don't think about, you know, that big challenge is divided on four stages. So we can, we need to look down. So then I have a four stages. I'm running 10,000 kilometers through United States. Then I have a month break. Then I'm running 11,000 kilometers through Asia. Then I have one month break. Then I'm running 6,000 kilometers through um Arabian Peninsula, then I have one-month break, and then I'm running 13,000 kilometres through Europe. So you see, we already have here actually four different challenges included in one big challenge. So that's actually not three and a half years, that's roughly around, around one year. But because I have two sons in London, uh, aged 10 and 17, and they need a father, we have a five um, uh, semesters in London, in United Kingdom. So every five weeks, I'm actually seeing my my sons for a week or for a two, depends how long is the um, uh, semester, the, the um, school break. So now you see we have not, we don't have anymore the whole year. We have now five week sequences. Okay, so now we have a five week sequences, but then. If we look at one week, then I'm running Monday and Tuesday. Then I have a Wednesday off for recovery. Then I'm running Thursday and Friday. And then I have a Saturday and Sunday off for recovery. So we are not looking here any longer on a um, five weeks. We are looking here now on two sequence. But I don't even think about the two sequence because today... So let's say we have a Monday when we record this um, podcast. So today I would think only about the 75 uh, kilometers to run. So you see, if we think about that 40,000 kilometers, we starting having that blocks, uh, no way we're gonna get out of the bed. But uh, on the other hand, if we think about the 75 kilometers today, We also don't want to get out of the bed, so we have to divide this into smaller chunks. So what I actually do, I'm focusing on 15 minutes um, uh, sequence. It's hard at the beginning when you try to focus on a 15 minute sequence because, you know, you know, you're going to run 75 kilometres today. So, you know, probably it's going to take you about eight to 10 hours um, of running. That's really heavy exercise. But if you want to rewrite your mind, you just keep saying to yourself, no, no, we are focusing on 15 minute sequence and then we will achieve our goal and then we will focus on another on another 15 minutes uh, sequence. What is happening that with the time? You know, your mind is resisting, your mind is saying to you, no, it's a a whole day of running, but you're keeping to yourself, no, it's 15 minutes of of running. So you slowly ride your mind. And then when you focus on that 15-minute sequence and you achieve that goal of running 15 minutes in a row, so for me that's roughly two and and a half kilometres, two and a half thousand steps, Then after 15 minutes, your brain is releasing a bit of dopamine, which is the reward, let's say this drug, reward drug. So you're starting building the interesting motivation and you don't have to push yourself any longer. You just have to keep yourself to be disciplined to run from one release of dopamine to another release of dopamine. So you are running in a 15-minute sequence. So, you know, if I'm running 10 hours a day, I'm actually running 40, 15 minutes sequences, and this is how I'm dividing the entire challenge on the small goals. I'm not focusing on the 40,000 kilometers, I'm not even focusing on running the entire day. I'm focusing on the nearest 15 minutes. The same system I'm using when I'm writing the book, the same system I'm using when I'm creating the coaching program. And I'm starting from zero and, you know, I have to create eight week coaching program and I have no idea where to start and how to do it. If you think about the entire coaching program, that which you have to create, you know, you, it's hard to begin, it's hard to start. If you think that oh, I want to actually write the first few sentences and it's going to take me 15 minutes and then it's going to be another 15 minutes, another 15 minutes, you're just moving slowly forward from one step to another step.
0: Love it. And I love how you just noted that, that this system is not just for attacking a running goal. It's really attacking you know any big goal we have in our life, right? writing People could look at writing a book like, oh my goodness, that, that's all. You think about all the work that goes into it, it can be overwhelming. But if you break it down in those smaller pieces, like you said, I love how you've thoughtfully really broken down running around the world into 50 minute increments because you know, you can do that. And yeah. it's kind of like what, what Courtney said, one, that's one step. And then you'll take the next step and you just keep moving forward. That's great. You know, it really resonates with me too, because I, I did my big goal for this year was a hundred K which I'd never run you know more than 50 K and I knew it would take me 15 to 18 hours and that, Felt like a long time. I don't want to be running into you know three in the morning. I know for you that's probably you know an off day, but for me it was a big deal. But my thought process was aid station to aid station. Just you know think of, don't think about eighteen hours. Don't think about necessary. You visualize crossing the finish line because I think that helps you. It motivates you. But in terms of how to attack the race, it was aid station to aid station. How far is the next aid station? How far is and then when I got to see my wife, who was my crew, that was even like a double bonus yeah. I found the aid station and I get to see my wife. And so that really helped me. I didn't think about the 18 hours. I just thought about that, that next aid station, hugely helpful. And, and there's so many things I want to ask you about Thomas, but I want to ask you this question before I forget, because these are huge goals and I love how you've broken it down into smaller pieces. And you've also said, Hey, you know, my big goal your big goal may be different but we can attack them the same way but at the end of the day there is a why behind what we do there's a why behind why you want to run around the circumference of the earth w-
1: what is your why there is a few why's actually yeah, you know, it's never coming to to only one thing the first one is my knowledge about the flow and about the traumatic experiences i experienced some trauma i, I did have some traumatic experiences when i was um, a kid And then later when I was um, learning, that was actually something that was holding me back all the time um, because, you know, those traumatic experiences, even if we push them away from us, they are staying somewhere on the back of our mind. And, you know, the traumatic experiences can be such as simple as being questioned by a teacher, um, I don't know, but by the age of 10 and answering um, your own questions. unpopular opinion on popular subject and ben- being criticized by your teacher and laughing out, laughed out by your classmates. And this can be your traumatic experiences. But we, of course, we are talking here also on about some heavy traumatic experiences like experiencing a war or domestic violence or I know, uh, living with uh, maybe alcoholic parents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There is a lots of that can be very, really simple, can be really, you know, um, difficult and heavy traumatic experiences. And and I learned that that if we don't heal those traumatic experiences, not only that they have a dramatic effect on us for the rest of our, then they may have a dramatic effect on us for the rest of our life. But if we don't heal those traumatic experiences, we will pass them also on on the next generation. So in my case, on my sons. And, you know, I was feeling anxiety, stress, overwhelm for nearly 40 years of my life. And uh, it was really making my daily life difficult. And I don't want my sons to feel the same way. So I decided, okay, the cycle is ending with me. Um, and I will do whatever it is in my power to change this, to start living a different life, uh, to not feel anxiety, don't feel stressed, don't feel overwhelmed on a daily basis. And um, I cannot protect my kids from feeling anxiety, stress and overwhelm, from experiencing traumatic, ex- to, from you know, having traumatic experiences because this is part of our life. But I can teach them how to heal and that was, you know, my reason why I ran the previous challenges um, to create the coaching program, which I was creating to write the book and to pass this knowledge, which I guided to my sons. And actually, my two sons are the main reasons why I wrote the entire book. The second reason is that um, once I was building my coaching program and writing book, I talked with more and more, you know, Businesses, institutions, organizations, and I become the ambassador for the charity organization. I started fundraising, collaborating with UNICEF to support the kids in uh, um, different countries. And you know, the second reason is that we decided that actually we can bring this to the entire world, and I can teach people, people around the globe, um, about uh, you know my discoveries. And the third reason is more commercial reason is that building my business also through helping to other people and I'm promoting my book um, along the way of my running road. And I never thought at the beginning that I will run around the globe and then I will run 40,000 kilometers. But because I proved myself that I can run more, I can do more, I started from improving my mental health. And now I plan to to run the big challenge around the, the around the world.
0: It's great. I, I love how you're super clear on your why. It's about healing, promoting that healing. It's about UNICEF helping children. It's about growing a business, which is a, a great why. That's a, you know there are a lot of us. You know, I think that 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 resonates a lot with us. I love that. Well, Thomas, this has been great. I, I wondered if you don't mind if we transition into a little bit more of like a a quick speed round of questions I have so many questions and maybe we can do some quick ones so we can cover a lot of them. How old are you? I'm curious how old you are. I'm 44
1: at current time. I feel like 20.
0: (laughs) Oh, and that's important too, right? You're, you're, you're so active. You feel, you're feeling younger than you are. That is, that is awesome. How many pairs of shoes will you go through? Do you think as you circle the
1: globe? Sure. So for the uh, you know for for running around the globe, I'm planning to have around seventy pairs of shoes. So it will be a, a, about one pair of shoes for about uh, six hundred kilometers. We will see how it will go, but yeah, I'm planning to have about seventy pairs of shoes.
0: And do you have a shoe of
1: choice? I'm actually changing the shoes now because I discovered that uh, you know that injury which started showing up at current time was the injury which was uh, caused. Um, Well, also by by the shoes, but many other things get all together. And, you know, I I increased to run some crazy distances weekly, 200 kilometers per week. So a lot of things started uh, showing up. Um, So I have a few pair of shoes at current time and all of them are quite high shoes and um, the shoes which regulating my 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 feet but i I don't want to talk about the particular names of the company because that's something what i'm still dealing with
0: got it no worries we understand talk about nutrition you're burning a ton of calories every day do you have favorite nutrition you know talk a little bit about your nutrition
1: plan You you see, there is a a, a little tricky subject here because I'm running with a backpack from one place to another place, so I cannot take a lot of stuff with me because if you have my backpack is between eight to ten kilo daily, so you know I have like a few clothes inside, uh, laptop, mobile, a, a bit of water and some snacks with me. So I'm actually counting on the food along the way, and this is really tricky because sometimes I'm running. You know, when I was running my previous challenges like through. Philippines, Vietnam, Cambodia it is challenging to, to find the proper nutrition. And I did have a lot of problems uh, along the way of running my previous challenges. But when I was running now challenge to through, uh, through Scotland, I did also have a lot of uh, issues because I didn't do my research properly. And I didn't know that on the top of the Scotland when I will be running through Highland, the dif- the distance between the shops and but then breakfast and hotels sometimes it's even 100 kilometers. So there was a lot of issues with the food. I did have to knock to the doors to people and ask for accommodation and for food and, and for water. So I'm actually eating what is available. And um, you know, I'm, I'm calculating the calories. I'm trying to you know, balance this. But I, I don't have any favorite food, nutritious food, which which I'm taking with me along the way because it's it's just simply not possible. When I will run through the United States, that 40,000 kilometers challenge, the first two months I'm running just with a backpack, so I will do the same system, but later I actually have the caravans and cars joining me, so it will be easier. But you see, I'm I'm not racing, I'm not paying attention how fast I'm running, I just need to pass the distance. Uh, So I'm a bit more flexible with my foot, um, you know I do lots of fruits lots of vegetables I'm looking at all the proteins which which I'm getting but I'm trying to balance this on a on a weekly basis and so far it's working for me
0: it sounds like your favorite food is really what what's available.
1: Yeah, exactly. All. Well, that, that's true. You know, when I was running through Scotland, the food was extremely heavy. Uh, I don't actually eat that kind of the food, and I gained actually twelve kilo kilo running through Scotland because I eat food which was available, and all of this it was you know burger with the fries fish and chips oh, and, yeah. and I just eat that because that was only available. So I did make sure that actually I'm eating fish, that I'm eating um, um, you know, beef, that I'm eating lots of vegetables. And I was eating what is what was available and I was just keeping eye because, you know, sometimes I'm burning like 6,000 calories a day. So I was keeping eye to to balance this. But yeah, my favorite food is what is available. available.
0: I love it. You're, you're a true trail runner when that's the case. Yeah. I'm curious, do you have a, a favorite piece of gear? Is there a piece of gear that you're like, I gotta this is my favorite, this is my go-to?
1: I will not believe that, but you know my favorite piece of gear is the laptop.
0: Oh nice. <laughs> which
1: I have with me. But you know, when it comes to backpack or I don't know, or a watch or clothes or uh, shoes. I, I, I'm not really paying attention to this. No, I'm, I'm checking if if all the stuff which I'm putting on me, if that's not gonna scratch me, if that's not gonna be difficult to run with this. But um, again, I, I'm getting on me what is available along the way of my running run. I just you know practice this during the all other all challenges that you know my my. two challenges that five million steps and uh, 11,000 kilometers I actually passing three pairs of shoes um, because I was struggling financially uh, at that time. I didn't have any sponsor. I was um, just mostly using my savings and getting the funds from the uh, work which I was doing along the way of my running road. So um, I'm not really picky. Wherever allows me to, to, to run and to feel comfortable I'm just using that equipment, but I, I cannot imagine to run without the laptop because um, I'm running and I'm working, uh, you know, I'm running, no one pays me for the fact, fact of the running. So after the running, I still have to work for the next few hours. So oh,
0: that <laughs> that's that's
1: my favorite uh, equipment. <laughs> that
0: was my question. I did have that question is because you're spending a lot of time running you're but you're also working at the same time. That's, that's really, that's going to be a tough balance.
1: Um, it's not actually. You know, a lot of people is asking me about this, but um, because I discovered the state of flow, and um, because I'm actually getting really regularly into the stuff, I can't into the state of flow. I can't say that it's on a, it's every day, but it's really regularly. And getting into the state of flow is allowing me to pass that crazy kilometers um, kind of the effortless. I mean, it's still heavy physical exercise. But I'm just passing this and um, I'm recovering really quickly. I understand all the stages of flow, um, you know, the struggle, the release, the flow itself and the recovery. And I'm, you know, building the whole day, the way how I'm actually getting through all the stages of the flow. And, you know, I'm applying the same principles to, to my work and to everything else, to what I'm doing throughout the day so you know before because the state of flow is increasing our um productivity by 500% our uh, learning skills by even 400 490% uh, problem solving skills but 430% that creativity by 700% even then you know when you, you when you know how to use all those numbers and all those conditions which you can you can create and i'm not spending on on my work any longer eight or 10 hours a day. Um, I'm spending on my work two, three hours a day, and that's actually enough to, to do the work um, which previously was taking uh, me eight or 10 hours uh, a day. So um, you know, I'm still sleeping, um, I'm still controlling my sleep because it's also the part of the conditions which you have to create for, for flow. I'm still sleeping at least seven hours a day, and that's not negotiable. I have to sleep that time but you know if you if you manage to connect all those dots uh, together it's possible to do it
0: well and I, I love that because you're you've really thoughtfully considered recovery sleep off days to to do this goal I think you've realized you've got to recover so that you're stronger exactly. to go back out and hit these big goals I think a lot of us think I'll oh, just go 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 you get a little bit of that mindset of just just push through which in a lot of cases could, could be helpful, but a lot of times at the detriment of recovery can cause injury, can cause fatigue, can cause, you just kind of lose lose that excitement about those big goals that you have set. So Thomas, you talked a little bit about flow and your book. If someone wants to learn a little bit more about that and, and to get your book, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: So um, the book is going live on the 10th of uh, January 2023. So early next year, I will be still running through United States. Uh, so I still will be there. And you know, I have when I will be running through United States, I have nearly hundred events along the way of my running road, uh, philanthropic events, uh, events when I will be teaching um, people mindful running, active meditation, and how to get into the state of flow events when I will be promoting book. There will be a lot of events when the runners can actually join me along the way and practice with me, you know, active meditation, mindful running, and flow state. Um, so, you know, you, people can actually access the book and then also get on the road with me and uh, train a bit. So um, the entire book uh, is, the, the name of the book is a Flow Up, Get Rid of Anxiety, Stress, and Overwhelm. And unlock focus, creativity, and joy. So basically, all of this, which is actually blocking us from achieving our goals, so, you know, the anxieties, stresses, overwhelms. I'm teaching people how to use a lots of really simple, mindful exercises to remove, to balance our life, to balance our life, and to remove the flow blockers. And then unlock the creativity, focus, and joy.
0: We all need that. <laughs> and if someone wants to follow along, what's the best way for them to do that? Is your, is it your Instagram? What's the best way for people to follow along and, and stay in, in the know with you?
1: So, um, I'm mostly active on the Instagram, but actually when I will start running the big challenge, we will have the production team with us 24 hours a day. So all my social media will be very active. But um, yeah, at current time, Instagram is um, is the best way, or my website, because at my website, you can actually find all the information you need about, um, that, you know, we will also publish the, the entire schedule for the whole run, so the people will know through which areas I'm running in the United States and in other all other countries and continents. So yeah, the website and the Instagram.
0: And... For those of you all listening, Thomas' Instagram is at T-O-M-A-S-Z underscore Drybala D-R-Y-B-A-L-A. Thomas, this has been fascinating. You're, you're an amazing person. Thanks so much for sharing you know, your journey, your wise with us. I really, really enjoyed it. And thanks so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you very much for having me. And I hope to see you all somewhere you know on the road in the next few months.
0: That would be so much fun to run with you while you run across the United States. That would be, And we have listeners from all over the world, so you never know. Yeah. A big, ass, big ass Runner Herd member is going to join you. So thanks so
1: much, Thomas. Thank you so much. If you like a I tell you how you
2: You win, some you lose, some it's all saying to me. Pleasure is to play, don't make no difference what you say. But well, I don't say agree. The only card I need is the ace, ace of spades. spades. The ace, ace of spades are right.
0: Well, this episode is all about talking about big goals, how to accomplish it. So I asked the big S runner heard on Instagram through the greatness of the Instagram story. What are your big goals for 2022 for the remainder of this year, about halfway through the year, heading into the second half of 2022, believe it or not, and wanted to find out what are the big-ass runner, big-ass goals? I heard from quite a few people, and we're going to run through these now and see if you resonate with any of these. Think about what your big goals are for the rest of 2022. First is from Craig Ashley. Craig says he wants to finish his 50K on October 2nd. Craig, let us know where, and obviously, you know, you've told us when. Let us know where that race is. Love to to follow you on that. October 2nd, Craig wants to finish his 50K. Brendan Bursey, he is actually, he heard us talk about the Whitefish Legacy 50K that we're doing a year from October. He's doing it this October. So his big goal is to finish the Whitefish Legacy 50K. He says, thanks to y'all. Brendan, I'm super excited. That is an amazing location for a race. We're doing it in 2023. Can't wait to hear about your experience at the Whitefish Legacy 50K. Mike Moose, he says he wants to stay healthy and knock off hashtag run streak twenty twenty two is my main focus right now. That's a good one, Mike. I think staying healthy. And right now, I'm not healthy, both physically and I was gonna say, both physically and mentally. But I think I'm <laughs> I'm sick and I'm hurt. I don't know what how you how do you express that. But uh, staying healthy is a big big part of. My goals as well for 2022. So love that. The Andy Allen. He says he wants to lose 30 pounds and adopt better eating habits. I can't imagine, Andy, you need to lose that much weight. But your goals are your goals. Lose 30 pounds and adopt better eating habits. That is a goal of mine as well. I need to slim up a little bit, get a little bit lighter for my runs. not, Not about body image, but about getting lighter and about getting better. And the eating habits one is tough. When when I found that when I'm running less because of the circumstances in life, I'm, I'm relying on those calories to be burned through running. And when I'm not doing that, I've noticed my weight is, is increased a little bit. So better eating habits would certainly help. And of course, Eve Pearson at com can certainly help with that as well as she is with me. So thank you for that, Andy. Thank you for your, your transparency there, trying to lose, lose some weight, get a little bit lighter. Well, Kevin Copley says he wants to finish his first ultra trail race. That's exciting, Kevin. It's a 54K. Let us know where and when that is. We would, again, love to follow you and support you in that first ultra. That's super exciting. The great Elaine Valley. She is doing the Dino Valley 100K. This is a race we did last year. We did the 50K version, but I know Sheila did the 100K version, as did Andrew, I think. Lots of folks so excited for you, Elaine. I believe this will be your first 100K, so we're very excited. We need to make our way out there to cheer you on Elaine Valley's first I believe first 100K. That's awesome. Runstoppable Mo. This one is very close to everyone's heart here in Texas and, and some of the surrounding states. Her goal is to not melt in the heat. It is stinking hot. Carolyn Busby. She's also going to run her first ultra. Very exciting. A 50K as well. Carolyn, we are very excited for you. Let us know. Again, where and when that is, we would love to support you and cheer you on. Well, Lisa De La Paz, this one is a really great goal. And I've actually gone backwards on this goal. Her goal is to keep on running farther. That's that's a great one. Just adding a little bit of mileage each and every week. Keep running farther. Before long, you are running a long way. You're the forest Gump it. Love it. Well, Kim Endo, her goal is to make it through the wedding and to be able to enjoy the honeymoon. Kim, we're very excited about your wedding this year. Super cool. And we will cheer you on and help you make it through the wedding so that you can be able to enjoy your honeymoon. Very exciting. Excited for you. Caleb Dilley, he wants to finish his first trail half marathon in September, and this is awesome, and pick out his 50K for next summer. Awesome goal, Caleb, especially for the newer, you heard from Hayden earlier, the newer trail runners, maybe you're moving off the road into trail or just starting to run for the first time, starting to hit those Kind of milestones, 10Ks, half marathons, 50Ks, super exciting. Thank you for sharing that, Caleb. Well, Carissa is running the Chicago Marathon, her very first marathon. Carissa, CJ, we're very excited for you. That's one I've heard really great things about. So very excited. We will cheer you on in the Chicago Marathon. Neil says he wants to feel better crossing the finish line this year compared to last year. Ain't that the truth? Just getting healthier, feeling better, nutrition, hydration, planning, strategy, training, all culminating in feeling better as you cross the finish line. Love that, Neil. Erica is running an eight hour race and she wants to beat her mileage from last year. I've never done a timed race like this. And I think I want to do one because it sounds really cool. So you basically run for eight hours to find out how far you can go. And last year she ran 32 miles. She did a 50 K that's awesome. And Erica wants to beat her mileage from last year. What an awesome goal. Marty, Marty Janicek says his goal is a trail marathon in August Can't remember where you are in the world, Marty. I hope it's not super hot because August is a hot month. Excited for you, a trail marathon in August. Somehow, Marcy Baser found her way into this list. And of course, she has a huge goal set for herself. Her goal, see if you can resonate with this, especially during the summer when maybe the kids are off and the routine is a little out of whack she wants to brush her teeth before noon. <laughs> Would expect nothing less from the great Marcy Baser. Well, two more. Brandon, who is being trained by Coach Greg. Super excited for you, Brandon, working with Coach Greg. He wants revenge on the trail race that broke him last year. Brandon, I need to share which one that is so we can, again, cheer you on and support you through that trail race you got it. It ain't breaking you this year. You're going to get that revenge that you're looking for. Appreciate that, Brandon. And last but not least, Stacy Gongloff. She is, I don't know how she got into this. It's a hard race to get into. But her goal for the second half is the Yeti 100. Super excited for you, Stacy. Well, what are your goals for the remainder of 2022? Any of these resonate? Lots of First time races, lots of 50 Ks to be had, lots of half marathons, marathons, love it. Getting healthier, getting faster, getting better. Thanks so much for sharing. What are your big goals for 2022? Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 104. I hope you enjoyed this episode focused on big goals. I want to leave you with a quote. This is a quote from unknown. We don't know who said this, but someone very wise. And it goes like this, set a goal so big that you can't achieve it until you grow into the person who can. I'll repeat this because I love this so much. Set a goal so big that you can't achieve it until you grow into the person who can. Love that. makes me think of my experience with the Black Canyon 100K. I know when I first started training, I was like, there's no way I can make 100K. Well, the person I was then probably could not. But the person I became as I worked my way through my training plan and Got in shape, did my runs, hydration, nutrition, flexibility, all the things. By the time it was time to race, I was a different person and was able to complete that goal. So love that quote. Thanks to everyone who was part of this show, Stacy for that great intro. Hayden Harrell for giving us an update on how your training is going. To Thomas Dribola just making some crazy, crazy goals and achieving them and thanks for sharing some of your wisdom with us today and to the big ass runner herd who submitted your 2022 goals super excited to follow along cheer you along be there for you support you as you hit those goals and sometimes we don't hit the goal and we learn and we adjust and we try again want to say a big thanks to our partners and want to specifically say a big thanks to Path Projects. They've been with us from pretty much day one, and you guys know what big fans we are of what they do, the gear and apparel that they make. I just ordered myself and Hayden a, a new hat. They came out with some new colors I really love, and so go to pathprojects.com and check it out. If you don't have their shirts or their hats, their shorts are amazing pathprojects.com get that micro dot technology the air dots it's amazing the shirts go to, go to shirts and check out the air dot technology it is like you're not wearing a shirt at all well with that get out there hit those trails and keep running your asses off So, Steve, you can uh, you can edit out the this part. Doesn't fall far from the tree. The nut. What is the saying? The (laughs) the (laughs) apple. I was going to say the the apple doesn't far fall. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but it sounds like it has in this case. Want to say a big thanks to our partners and want to.